This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English Full Volume. Um, and I'm here with... Dan the Man. Oh yeah, baby. And I'm going to tell you what we're speaking about today, Dan, because I feel kind, okay? You know, it's just to share some kindness in the world. What's gotten into you today? Uh, so what's gotten into you there? What's happened to you, basically, he's saying. Uh, I don't know, Dan. The sun shining, I just feel good, okay? Okay. And speaking of the sun shining, because although it's February in Sicily, the sun often shines. And we are speaking about going on holiday, okay? Because, okay. you know, it's difficult in the winter sometimes. So let's talk about some positive things for once, Dan. Okay. Sure. I don't know if I've got any positive stories, but I'll try. <laughs> well, in fact, we're not really talking about positive things. We're talking about what British people do on holiday. Um, because generally, um, well, the Brits, as we call them, I mean, we are Brits as well, aren't the best behaved on holiday, are they, Dan? The worst. Well, generally. So the first one is to get a drink at the airport. So do you do that, Dan? Um, I used to when I was younger, but now I don't like drinking as much. So it depends what time it is. If it's in the evening, yes. Um, and when I say drink, obviously, I mean alcoholic drink. Um, yeah. What about you? To be honest, I've never been a fan of that um, drinking at the airport. And especially when it's very early in the morning. I have been on holidays on stag do's. So remember, stag do is like the party let's say before a man gets married but women are just as bad on hindus from what i understand anyway i've been sitting in an airport at like five o'clock in the morning so the flight's at six o'clock in the morning and everyone gets a pint of beer at weatherspoons yeah. yes which is like a cheap horrible pub in england and i just think oh like really that is just so disgusting what what pleasure is that beer giving you at six at five or six o'clock in the morning and no, i agree i agree but if it was the evening i would definitely get a beer mm, depends lovely second conditional there dan um so this is even before people go on holiday and then when people are on holiday the first thing generally that british people do is say basically where is the nearest irish pub <laughs> especially like going to sort of like Greece, Spain, places like this. So, you, you know, they're in England. So they go to a new place and think, let's explore a new culture. Okay, new culture. What should we do? Let's go to an Irish pub, eat an English breakfast and then watch English football. English breakfasts are good. But I will say that um, there's a few Irish pubs here in Toulouse and they're definitely the best places to go. I think... Uh... <laughs> That's just because you're a, a hooligan, Dan, as no. I've said many times. No, a, a lot of the French people go there as well. Spanish, Italian. It's very popular. Yeah. Well, it's generally, yeah, for like the international community. But you're not really, you know, immersing yourself in the French culture, are you, Dan? I do that in the morning. <laughs> sure. Um, in Palermo, where I live, it must be the only city in the world that doesn't have an Irish pub. Really? Yeah, it's fucking, it is annoying because I would like to watch English football there uh, sometimes, but never mind. I immerse myself in Italian culture, Dan. I go out for a coffee, have a croissant or cornetto, as they say. Yeah, but they say cornetto for a croissant. And I remember when I first arrived, people in the morning were saying to me, do you want a cornetto? 
and obviously that's an ice cream. And I was thinking, no, of course I don't want a fucking Cornetto. <laughs> it's, like, it's like eight o'clock in the morning. Why would I want like a chocolate ice cream? I'll have a beer, thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sitting there drinking my pint. Um, uh, so find the tea bags is another one, Dan. Do you take tea bags with you on holiday? Sometimes, yeah. I'm, I'm funny oh, about tea, God, you're, you're just a typical... We often say Brits abroad, so British people abroad on holiday. And that is you, Dan. You're talking about English breakfast, drinking at the airport and bringing your own tea bags. <laughs> so far, every point on the list you have said Hang yes on. to. I drink a lot of tea. I drink about 10, maybe... No, maybe about yes. eight cups of tea a day. All right? I know. You drink when we do the podcast and <laughs> slurping every five seconds. And normally, I... Um, Normally I don't normally I, I don't like tea abroad but I feel I'm a changed man because I've changed my brand since being in France and I prefer it so wow you can change <laughs> it's not too late for anyone um so another thing is turn into a sun worshipper it says here so someone that worships something um idolizes something normally it's used in church really isn't it like you worship god but some people especially british people worship the sun i can't i can't do that because well that's it <laughs> whenever i go to a beach and try to get a little bit of sun i've had it before where people stop and stare at me because i'm so white <laughs> Remember last year in April, the beginning of April, Dan and I were in London, had a drink on a rooftop. It was about 15 degrees. And then Dan had sunstroke for about three days. So sunstroke is when you feel sick uh, because of the sun. And speaking of the sun, there is obviously a very famous newspaper in England called The Sun, which is generally, well, not generally, it um, is a shit newspaper. Um, but you see people reading it on the beach. Um, and what's even more ridiculous is they buy the photocopied version and it costs about 10 euro, but people still do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't do that. So. Oh, but at least we've got one on the list you don't do, Dan. Yeah. What about you? Do you do any of these? I, I Wherever I go, Dan, I immerse myself in that culture. Okay, that's me. Yeah, and that's why you're desperate for an Irish pub to be opened in Palermo, yeah? <laughs> Sometimes it wouldn't be a bad thing, okay, Dan, to just have a pint of beer and watch English football, okay? There is a bit of a hooligan inside every British person, okay? True. Anyway, next time we go on holiday, Dan, okay, don't forget the tea bags. It's always a stressful experience going on holiday with you, so uh, <laughs> let's not talk about it just yet. <laughs> okay, perfect. I'll see you later. See you later. Okay, so that was Dan the man and me speaking about what British people, or Brits, do on holiday. Anyway, remember, the transcript to this episode is in the members area. If you want to be a part of the members area, um, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash full volume and Dan the man will send you an email to invite you into the secret group and he will give you the transcripts. Anyway, let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. At the beginning, Dan said to me, what's gotten into you? We use this when someone's acting strange and you say, you know, what's happened to you? What's going on? One other thing to notice there, Dan said the American version, what's gotten into you? Normally, us Brits, British people say, what's got into you? So I should probably say that to Dan, actually. What's got into you, Dan? You're speaking like an American. Oh, my God. 
We also had the term Brits, which I've already explained, which means British people. Brits abroad, as we said. Had Stagdu and Hendu again. We had that even yesterday. Remember, they're the sort of parties before the man gets married or the woman. Stagdu for the man, Hendu for the woman. As I said in the podcast last week, to remember vocabulary, you need to see or hear it seven different times in different contexts. That's already two for these words, because the more exposure you have, the more chance there is that you will hear the words again, and then you will remember them. Thank God. We had the word slurp when I said that Dan um, slurps on his tea when we record the podcast, like which is very, very annoying, believe me. We had the term worship, which is like when someone adores something. As we said, generally used for church, like people worship God. But British people worship the sun, probably because, probably because there is no sun in England, unfortunately. Although sometimes there is, some days there is. And speaking of sun, we had the term sunstroke which is what happened to Dan when he spent about 15 minutes in the sun when it was about 15 degrees. So sunstroke is when you feel sick, basically, for a long time. If I remember correctly, he had three days off work sick for that. So that's what sunstroke can do for you. Anyway, that's the first week of full volume finished now. It's over the first week. One more free week to go. And then after that, obviously, it won't be free. But... If you want to continue with the everyday exposure to improve your English, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash full volume. Keep on rocking, people. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.